Welcome to Sipping Tea, everybody. It's your girl E, ready to sip on the tea in your testimony because here we know that we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. And we believe that when we share our lives and our experiences, we can and will help somebody else. So grab a seat, settle in, and let's get ready to sip on it. It's sipping tea, everybody. Let's get it started. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. It's your girl E, and today we're going to be sipping on some testimonies. Yup, we're going to talk about testing the spirit so we shall not be deceived. <laughs> and by the way, it's my very own testimony. Y'all, we're going to sip today. We're going to sip today. We're going to sip today. First, let me start with this. The book of John tells us, Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether it's from God or not. Now, with that being said, let me just dive into my testimony. Okay, I just recently got off of a fast. It was a, a fast led by Tiffany Montgomery. Uh, you can Google her. It's Tiffany Montgomery, Tiffany Montgomery covered by God. Okay. And um, she she does a lot of fasts, a lot of uh, corporate fasts, right? And so one of the fasts that she leads, it's um, the first three days of every month, it's a corporate fast, okay? My girlfriend just put me onto this fast. I had to research her a little bit because I'm not trying to touch and agree with folks. You know, you got to be careful with that. So watch some of her YouTube videos and things like that. I I think I even have one of her father's books in my Kindle in my Kindle library, I think. But the point is, I was really pleased with what I heard. And I'm like, okay, I'm down with it. I'll go ahead and do the fast. So, did the fast. And part of the fast is, um, the fast was from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., okay? In between those times, the only thing that you could eat was raw food fruit or raw vegetables now y'all i am a meat eater so just to let you know out the gate this was a tall ass this was more than a notion for me to do this particular fast because usually i'm able to eat whatever i want to eat when i come off of a fast no this was not the case so just bear, keep this in mind i was struggling with this fast out the gate but your girl did it. Your girl did it. So, let's just fast forward, okay? To the last day of my fast. This is the third day. Last day of the fast. And I invited my girlfriend to play pickleball with me, okay? Now, I had played this game like two, three days prior with my um, son. Y'all, this game was so fun. It was so fun so pickleball if you don't don't know what it is the best way i can explain it it is ping pong on a tennis court that's really what it is it's you got oversized paddles and oversized ball that's all it's the same thing but here's the here's the thing what i love about it 
I am 50 shades of grown, y'all. And my joints, my ligaments, my knees, all of that be clapping back, right? When I try to do too much stuff. So I tend to, you know, in order to stay fit, I do more like strength exercises, you know, low impact stuff. Because like I said, my joints be clapping back. Cardio is also important. But the stuff I have to do to get my cardio in, y'all, she can't do it. Like, my body be like, yeah, you sure about that? Right? I can't do it. Plus, it's not fun. I don't like for my heart to be beating out my chest. I don't like, I just don't like the feeling. So, I tend to not really get my cardio in sometimes. Y'all, if you don't like doing cardio workouts, get you some pickleball in. Because pickleball will get your heart rate right where it needs to be. And you don't even know it. Because you having so much fun. So anyway, anyway, getting back. <laughs> now since I didn't plug pickleball, getting back to the uh, point of hand. So I invited my girlfriend to play pickleball. So we're out playing pickleball. Everything is fine, right? Until y'all my sugar drop. Because like I said, I had been on that fast. I wasn't really eating anything of substance. In fact, I really wasn't eating because I didn't like the food. So. I really wasn't eating. To me, personally, it would have been easier for me to just not eat for them whole three days. Not eat anything at all. I know that sounds crazy. But for me, it's easier. Just don't eat anything at all for those three days. But I wanted to stay in line with the fast. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to, we're just going to do it. But she really didn't eat. So needless to say, while I'm doing all of this, running back and forth, right? My, my energy dropped. My sugar levels dropped. I knew my sugar levels dropped because I was seeing stars, y'all. I was seeing blotches and everything. My girlfriend kept on asking me, are you okay? Is everything okay? I'm over, She thinking I'm over here running to catch these balls that's flying all over the place. I was running to see if my lung was somewhere on that court because, y'all, it was, I'm telling you. But, again, that was because I really hadn't had anything of substance and so I was just bottoming out really, really, really fast. So it just got to the point where I had to tell her, you know, because we've been, done, we've done stuff together. And I know she's like, like, this is not normal for her. <laughs> yeah, I was really holding my chest. It was hilarious. But anyway, finally, I had to tell her that I was on the fast. And as I was, you know, kind of giving her the details of what the fast was, of course, I invited her to the fast, even though it was the last day. At least, you know, she could do some research of her own on who Tiffany Montgomery is, like I did. And so the following month, if she wanted to participate, she could, right? So anyway, as I'm telling her about the fast, um, I began to say how I couldn't wait for six o'clock to come, y'all, because I have been craving these salmon sliders. Here I go about to plug again. It was well, I won't say the restaurant, but it's these salmon sliders, y'all. These salmon sliders are so good. Oh my goodness, these salmon sliders. Woo wee! That's all I could think about when I got off that fast. She finna get her some salmon sliders, right? And so because I was sharing that with her, I guess that triggered her to then share with me her testimony. And y'all, I do not want to take away from her testimony. It was an amazing testimony. It was something that I was grateful that she shared for an experience and encounter that she had with God that some people never have had, right? You know what I'm saying? So, and she is a woman of God. Let me just say that this, my girlfriend, she is a woman of the Lord and, and, I, and I care for her dearly. And so she went on to tell me that 
she had never done a fast before she had wanted to do it right but she just had never done it so finally she decided to do a fast and it was a three-day fast i'm like child who start they first fast out with a three-day fast right she did three-day fast right and her fast ended at midnight right so i'm assuming she was at the third day or whatever and she broke the fast now what i don't remember is if she broke the fast on purpose or if she did it uh, on accident i don't know but what i do know is she was you know crying out to the lord and in the midst of that she began to speak in tongues right and so god allowed her to interpret her tongues and so he basically spoke to her in her own voice the way that she explained it to me she interpreted her own tongues and god was speaking to her from her own mouth right whatever so and so what he said was um i'm i'm pleased with you you did the you know the fast i called you to do job well done my good and faithful servant go ahead and eat what you want right and so one she was so excited she said first of all like and this is to me i love this part like god sees like he sees me right we know he is jehovah he's el roy right he is the guy who sees us so man she was like god like he saw me right and so that alone is enough right there you know to make you shout but um she went on to i guess the purpose of her telling me that was that i shouldn't be legalistic in my fasting right okay so i'm hearing what she's saying but let's just pause for the cause on the legalistic piece okay now if i had broken my fast on accident then i could see where the legalistic piece can come in because sometimes you you might accidentally break your fast right and then it's like, oh, shoot, I popped that chip in my mouth. I, I, I'm on a fast. And then you move on. You throw the chip in the garbage or whatever it is. You just don't eat no more. And you just keep on going, right? So I can get it from that perspective in regards to being legalistic. But what I was communicating was purposely ending my fast, purposely breaking my fast. And so since she was sharing that testimony with me in relation to my situation, to me, what that is telling me is, yeah, your fast might call for you to end at six, but if you break it before then, it's okay. It doesn't matter. In my opinion, that's what I'm getting from her testimony to me. So with that being said, coming from the viewpoint of breaking my fast on purpose, right? I'm not in agreement with that. I don't think that if I'm called to end my fast at 6 p.m., that it's okay for me to end it before and God's fine with that. I'm not in, in agreement with that from that standpoint, okay? All right, so with that being said i did not rebut god didn't move me to rebut at that moment right however he did have me to share my testimony okay and so what i told her was this i said you know for lent my church 
had a fast. Now, y'all, I was raised Catholic, and I know, you know, my family has done fast for Lent. I've never done it. <laughs> i never done it. I remember us eating fish on Friday, but I know why, right? So here I am, y'all, 50 years old, right, doing my first fast for Lent. And I really loved it because the, my pastor, what she did was she every... So first of all, if you were in agreement with doing the fast for Lent, you sent an email and then that... So that meant that you are now subscribed to the fast for Lent, right? So now you would start getting emails regarding Lent. We would get the devotionals. We would get the the food for thought we would get the prayer it was a yeah it was a whole movement it was a whole thing and i was here for it absolutely loved it plus i was kind of going through a trying time so that was really getting me into my word and you know oh yeah it was anyway that was my first time doing a fast for land and even understand understanding the ins and outs of you know what to eat what not to eat so on and so forth so anyway tiptoeing through the tulips everything is fine the birds are chirping everything's wonderful and i quickly find out that i'm not supposed to eat meat on friday <laughs> and i'm like what because y'all told you i'm a meat eater quit playing and so when i found that out i thought about it and i'm like you know that's just you know cutting out meat on friday that just I, I wasn't convicted to do that, right? And so, I'm going to just tell you the truth. I went off and did my own thing. She was eating her meat on Fridays, right? But I was still part of the corporate fast, right? But I just did not participate in that. And y'all, I was fine with it, right? Until the end of, end of the fast, until the last day when the Lord got on me. Y'all, this is what he told me. He was like, when you agree to do a corporate fast and you say you are part of this corporate fast if that corporate fast requires xyz then you need to be finding yourself doing xyz right i mean how can you touch and agree it's with a group of people or whatever and say i'm going to do this and then miss when you be like yeah no nah, i changed my mind mm -mm, no and so not just that he also brought to my remembrance how oftentimes or sometimes he will he would move the israelites from one region to another right and so he would tell them he'd say look don't be bringing none of them artifacts with you into this new region okay he don't tell them why he just say don't be bringing these artifacts into this new region okay next thing you know you always got one person that got to be bringing one of those artifacts and then now you have israel wandering around like why are we having this bad luck why is all these bad things happening until god reveals to them somebody has contaminated your camp somebody brought one of them artifacts into the camp and when they found out who it was not only was it that person that got punished their whole entire family got punished our actions do have consequences even if it's just me that's doing it right there it could bring an undesirable result for somebody else besides myself right so what i got out of that is this when i do a corporate fast i need to make sure i'm following that court that corporate fast to the t 
Because if I don't and I decide to go off and do my own thing, I'm then now contaminating that fast. And I don't know how that contaminant is going to have a rippling effect throughout the rest of the fast. I don't know what that contaminant is going to do. That's what y'all, that's that's what I got from it. Okay. That's how I received it. And from this point on, that's now my conviction. When I'm called to do a fast, I'm going to follow that fast through and through. And so the reason for me sharing that with my girlfriend was basic to, basically to let her know, okay, this is my newfound conviction, right? If I'm not supposed to come off my fast until 6 o'clock, I'm not coming off my fast until 6 o'clock, right? So even after that, y'all, she still continued to push the issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could see her kind of trying to come up with something to counteract what I was saying. And so, finally, I don't know, y'all. I had a Jesus moment, right? I just bust out and said, girl, I don't know if you trying to be Peter right now or what. But until I hear God tell me, job well done, my good and faithful servant, go ahead and eat what you want. I'm not coming off my fast until 6 o'clock, right? And so, we just kind of laughed and chuckled about it. And even though we was laughing, y'all, I was serious, okay? Let me tell you something. I was so serious that before I took it back, y'all, I would have added more to it with some hot sauce. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm not trying to throw no uh, nobody. You know, I'm not trying to call nobody out. You know, I'm not trying to do any of that. Like for real, for real, for real. I'm like, I'm like, like the song says, "Sorry, not sorry, sorry, not sorry." Cause here, y'all, this what y'all don't know, okay? I was already thinking about breaking the fast because I I had already made up in my mind that the fast was a bust, right? I even shared with my husband. I'm like, babe, this fast is just a bust because I haven't done any of the things that I wanted to do. I haven't I I did I haven't had the uh, the time with God I wanted to have. I didn't have the prayer time I wanted to have. I didn't remove myself from the hustle and bustle the way I wanted to do it because I had actually forgotten about the fast because this was only my second time doing the fast, right? And it's, it hadn't become part of routine yet. And I failed to put it in my calendar. So, yeah, it happened. My daughter reminded me literally the night before. So, strike one, y'all, she not mentally prepared, right? And then on top of that, the day the fast starts, my son graduates. My youngest son graduates. And then my oldest son is flying into Chicago. Y'all, we just had a lot of move, moving parts. And I just... It just, the fast just, it just wasn't popping off the way I wanted it to go, right? So that's strike one, okay? Strike two, okay? We still talking about me battling, even continuing on with the fast because I thought it was a buzz. Strike two. Another reason why I like the Tiffany Montgomery fast is for those three days, we would get up three o'clock in the morning. That was Central Standard Time. Three o'clock in the morning, we would get up and she would have this corporate prayer. Y'all, man, she would have like these bullet points, right? She would have these different nuggets and teachings and things. And so 
everything that she had spoke about, right? It it, it would bring it would um, usher us into a particular prayer or whatever it is, whether it was for family, ministry, friends, for ourselves, right? And she would, you know, um, pause it, and it would, he, she would give us, you know, time to pray or do whatever. Then she'd go live again, and she would go to her next next bullet point, next point, you know, whatever. And she would do that like three or four times. Y'all, let me tell you, amazing, amazing, amazing time. Loved it. So, strike two. I only got to do it one time. I missed the other two times. Y'all, this is why I'm saying I feel like this fast was a bust. And so, I was thinking about, like I said, just stopping the fast because I just, deep down inside, I just didn't feel like my fast was effective, right? But you know what? I thank God for the Holy Ghost because it stepped in and it reminded me that my feelings, they have no intellect. And don't allow my feelings to have me go off and do something stupid like break my fast. So, needless to say, her kind of nudging me, right, to break my fast, y'all really wasn't helping because I was already having an internal battle maintaining the fast in the first place. And was it not Jesus who went through the same thing? And I'm not trying to compare my fasting to Jesus going to the cross. But y'all, look, thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me just go back to my Jesus moment, right? Remember, I had asked my friend if she was being Peter or not, okay? For those of you who are not familiar with the story of Peter, Peter basically rebuked Jesus because Jesus had told him he was going back to Jerusalem, right? And so Peter was like, uh, no, that's a bad idea. They gonna kill you. You know they gonna kill you once, you know, if you step foot in that place. You're not going. We're not having it. That's it, right? Now, Jesus knew he had to go to Jerusalem. Okay? And we're so glad he did, right? He knew he had to go to Jerusalem. But y'all, he didn't want to go to Jerusalem because he knew what was going to happen once he got to Jerusalem. That's why he asked his father to take this cup from him, right? So he knew what was going to pop off in Jerusalem. But then now here you got Peter reminding him of what's going to happen in Jerusalem, right? Peter is reminding him of why he don't really want to go to Jerusalem. Those two, y'all, don't mix. That's why Jesus looked at Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. Because, see, even though Jesus didn't want to go, he said, Father, your will, not mine. Right? So glad he did. So glad he did. So glad he did. And so when I go back and I look at my situation with my girlfriend, y'all, I know when she was sharing her testimony with me and when she was trying to tell me I was being legalistic or not to be legalistic, whatever, right? I know she was just trying to help me, okay? Because y'all, I was really going in on those salmon sliders. She probably felt sorry for me, for real, because y'all, I could be dramatical. That's dramatic on steroids. I could be dramatical sometimes, and (laughs) I was going in on those salmon sliders. So... 
I believe she and her mind was trying to help me. But y'all, in actuality, she really wasn't. She really was taking me outside of the will of God, in my opinion, right? And just like Peter, when he was trying to stop Jesus from going to Jerusalem, y'all, he was doing that out of love, right? And I I can't really get into um, exactly all of who Peter was, but y'all, Peter was one of Jesus's aces, right? He wasn't just any old body, right? But still, out of love, what he was really doing was taking Jesus outside of the will of God. And so that's why Jesus looked up at him and said, get behind me, Satan, because Jesus knew what he had to do and the importance of him having to do it. Amen. Now, let me ask this before I move on. Who was Jesus talking to? When he said, get behind me, Satan, even though those were some harsh words to say to, you know, one of your aces, right? Who was he talking to? We know who he was looking at, right? He was looking at Peter. But who was he talking to? The answer, y'all, is in the command. Now, I highlighted that so that we could be aware that the people we love and the people who love us can be a bad influence. And that's not to suggest that they are bad people or to demonize them in any way. Because like I said, Peter won just any old body, right? But look what happened. So if and if we are, are all honest with ourselves, y'all, we have all been Peters at some point in time. I'm just saying, right? So getting back to my testimony, we're still at the gym wrapping up pickleball, right? Now, remember... I had already told her that I'm not coming off my fast until 6 o'clock. Lesson Jesus tells me I can eat whatever I wanted to eat, right? So, finished with pickleball. Fast forward. My girlfriend, y'all. Mm-mm-mm. So, my girlfriend says, so, where are we going? I told her, I said, we're, j- we're just going to go ahead and go to this restaurant. Y'all, now I had just said I wasn't going to end my fast until 6. What spirit did I entertain? Y'all, I was in the car on the road heading to that restaurant. Y'all, go back to the scripture. Don't believe every spirit, y'all. We need to be testing it to see if that spirit is of God, y'all. <laughs> I messed around and played with the wrong spirit because I was about to get some of them salmon sliders. Okay, anyway, going moving on. So we're driving, right? And then out of the blue, actually wasn't out of the blue, it was the Holy Ghost, it convicted me. And long story short, I just said, look, you know what? I'm not going to eat before 6 o'clock. Now, mind you, we had about an hour and a half, maybe hour 15 minutes, right, before I was able to eat. The restaurant was like literally in the middle of this huge strip mall. So we could blow an hour easy. That's what I'm thinking in my mind, right? 
And so I told her, I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm not going to break my fast. We're we going to stick to it. I'm not coming off till six. So she proceeds to tell me that she had to be home by a certain time so that she could make dinner so that her husband could eat on time. Y'all, uh-uh. I turned around and I looked at her and I thought to myself, ain't this a blip? You mean to tell me you can be convicted to make sure that your husband eat on time? But then, oh no, mm-mm. I'm going to make sure that, it, look, if she can be convicted to make sure her husband eat on time, you better believe Ellie going to be convicted to make sure that she eats on time. And that ain't going to be a minute before six o'clock. And that's it. And so when she said that, I'm like, okay, well then I'll just take you home. And that was it. And that's exactly what I did. I took her home. Now, get this. From the time I turned that car around to the time I dropped her off at home, I would say it's about 10 minutes-ish, right? Maybe a little more than 10 minutes. It's about 10 minutes, right? Y'all, that spirit of heaviness did not leave until she got out the car. Y'all, there was like an invisible weight that lifted when she got out of my car. Now, you would have thought, now don't miss it, get this, now listen. You would have thought that that weight would have lifted when I had made up in my mind that I, was, I wasn't going to eat until 6 o'clock. Mm-mm. No. That weight didn't lift until she got out my car. Y'all, mine was spirits you entertain. Mine, what is in your presence. The Bible tells us that folks are going to come out to deceive the very elect. So what am I saying, y'all? You better watch, you better watch, you better watch. You better listen when the Holy Ghost speaks. And how about this? Don't tarry with it. Once you have deciphered, right, and tested, and found that that spirit is not of God, don't tarry with that thing, right? Don't tarry with it. Because see, I messed around and played with that thing far too long and almost got outside the will of God, y'all. I'm telling you, Hebrews reminds us to be mindful of who we entertain because we could be entertaining an angel. Well, y'all, I will have to say in my case, be mindful of who you entertain because you could be entertaining Satan. Test the spirit, y'all, to see whether it's from God or not. Now our time is up. We couldn't get to it all, but we did give you a sip. And if you like what you heard or if you didn't, if you have a testimony of your own, we'd love to hear from you. We can be reached at sipnt4u at gmail.com. It's Sip and Tea, everybody. Thanks for listening.